He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of your friendly neighborhood Cajun conservative show where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, we talk about the pursuit of happiness, and yes, we show the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are located and chilling with me here in the BGS Media Studios. Uh, just hope you're having a good day. And look, everyone, right off the bat, please keep Florida in your prayers as Ian is uh, at the time of this recording is a few minutes from landfall or an hour or so from landfall um when the recording happens uh, ian will be up the coast the east coast going to south carolina north carolina and uh pray for the east coast ladies and gentlemen they're about to get hit this storm is possibly going to be a category five at the time of landing uh, like I said, this is going to be past tense now, so it probably either just missed five or hit five before it hit Florida. Let's uh, look, pray for these people on the East Coast and in the way of this storm. Um, we here in Louisiana, we know a thing or two about hurricanes, and they're not fun. They're not fun uh, whatsoever. Um, the last hurricane, I think it was like two years ago, and I remember going Facebook Live on Brothers Just Searching's page uh, because, you know, people were asking how we were doing. Uh, we didn't know if we better get a show out. We thought we would have to miss that week. Uh, electricity came back on. Perfect timing for Brothers Just Searching. We went ahead and got it done and all that good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, oh, that's a tablet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> notice some on the, uh, the screen right here. Uh, if I have to, yeah, right there. And I was like, man, what's that? Anyway, um, but yeah, keep Florida in your prayers. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the Cage Conservative Show, welcome to the family. I'm uh, I I'm glad to have new listeners. I'm glad to have our old listeners. Love you guys. Thank y'all for continued support. Uh, couldn't do this without you. And uh, I'll, and look, if you're a new supporter. Or a new listener, please consider hitting the subscribe button and our follow button on the platform you're listening on. If that's on Facebook, if that's on YouTube, if that's on Rumble, if that's on Spotify, if that's on Apple Podcasts, if that's on Spot uh, Anchor, if that's on Amazon, uh, Google Podcasts, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Ladies and gentlemen, we need that, uh, especially Facebook. I'm stuck on 938 likes. Uh, and I'm like at 980 some followers on there. So, um, go ahead and tell a friend, go ahead and let them know that we are here. Tell them that, um, that it, especially if they like politics, uh, especially a conservative, this would be the perfect place for them. Uh, go ahead and just, just like it, share it. I don't ask for money. Ladies and gentlemen, all I ask is for a like and a share. And, um, may, like I said, my, my goal is to do this full time one day, hopefully, um, if God allows it great, if not, he means he has other plans for me. So, all right, let's, let's go on. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to talk about, um, the FBI for a second. Um, so this week we had the word that a guy by the name of Mark Huck, um, was arrested this week. Now, who is Mark Huck? Mark Huck is a Catholic pro-life activist. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to a federal, uh, to a federal judge, uh, well, to federal charges on Thursday afternoon after the FBI arrested him at his home in rural Pennsylvania last week in connection to alleged altercation with an abortion escort outside an abortion clinic in October, 2021. Um, he is charged with, uh, he has been accused of violating the freedom of access to clinic entrance face act, which makes it a federal crime to use force with the intent to injure, intimidate, or infuriate with anyone because interfere with anyone because that person produced, rep uh, rep reproduces, rep um, 
uh, reductive health care. He pleaded not guilty to the two counts in Florida of Philadelphia's federal court on Thursday. Now, you might be asking, Isaac, what is up with this story? Why are you bringing this out? Well, first off, this this crime happened in 2021. We're nearly a year from this being prosecuted. The story goes, according to Fox News in the recap, that this man, they, they were protesting outside of an abortion clinic. And look, as a believer, I, I'm not against that. Uh, I just don't like how people, because I, I do agree with that, that face, the face law per se, because you can just, you can go outside of a clinic, a, a, pro, a plan, uh, Planned Parenthood, um, you can protest out there, but you cannot deny the entry to that person. And the Lord has given us all free will. If you, if you study scripture, God says we all have free will to do good and to do bad. And look, abortion, ladies and gentlemen, you know my, my, my thoughts and opinion. I had a conversation with my pastor last night on this issue. This, abortion makes me angry, ladies and gentlemen. Abortion, in, in my humble opinion, is one of the worst things that could ever happen. Now, do we have grace and mercy that the Lord will forgive us if we go ahead and make a sin, we commit a sin? Absolutely. Our God is not a... a, a past forgiveness ladies and gentlemen he isn't he is he can forgive people well but at the same time i don't disagree with people going outside and, and protest what what not but you always got to give them way hope out and, and that's what i i try to do in this show ladies and gentlemen i tried to give a way out look i don't have I, this world doesn't bother me as much as it used to because i know i'm not living for this earth i'm living for the kingdom that's coming i'm living for jesus's kingdom but abortion in my humble opinion is one of the worst things that anyone ever thought of and we know if you go to the background and everything there's a lot there's a lot if we um I can go into a lot more detail of the history of abortion and whatnot. But anyway, abortion is still in this country. And it, it, despite the fact that leftists say, oh, abortion is out bad in, in the United States. No, it's not. It's in California. And it's in other states that either have an abortion ban up six weeks or 15 weeks. Uh, uh, some are totally banned. That they they do have some states that are totally banned. Like Louisiana is working towards that to totally ban abortions. There's no more. I don't believe there's no more Planned Parenthood in the state of Louisiana. But this is besides the point. So this guy was protesting in front of a Planned Parenthood, and it was accused that he was he was stopping somebody going into um going into an abortion clinic. And, the, and I'm going to read it right here straight from the article. This is from Fox News. The U.S. government alleges that Hawks, Hawks um, assaulted and forcefully shoved Bruce Love, a 72-year-old volunteer at a uh, Philadelphia Planned Parenthood. Brynn, however, cri- uh, criticized the abortion escort and ex- as extremely aggressive, saying Love was harassing Hawks 12-year-old son before the altercation occurred. Now, according to this article that I read on this issue, this this case went to the lower courts and were thrown out. Uh, the, uh, his attorney, Peter Brent, uh, Breen, like Bean, but Breen, what R, said the case already made its way through the state court process and was thrown out. But that, but that's the Biden Department of Justice. But that's the Biden Department of Justice took up the matter nearly a year later as a form of political persecution. This is why I'm bringing this out. Look, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI raided this home according to the man's wife. The the. The, the pro-life activists, there was 20 to 30 agents that showed up to these 25 to 30 agents showed up at their home, raided the home with guns drawn on the family and in front of her children, put her husband in shackles. This is Mrs. Hawk. I hope I'm saying their name right. Hook, hook, uh, H-O-U-C-K. So if I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. Now, the FBI came out with a statement. They claimed that this is bogus. That it was incorrect. They just knocked on the door and they, they asked him to come out and they arrested him. That is more than I believe, but that is, that is the FBI's response to this. 
again, I'm going to say, why, Isaac, why are you bringing this up? Uh, because, ladies and gentlemen, I, I noticed something, a trend is happening the last couple of weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, they raided President Biden's, uh, President Trump's home. The FBI did. Now, the Biden administration still holds that they did not know a single thing. Biden on 60 Minutes the other day, and we talked about this, on his about his uh, his, his Bosch uh, interview that was set up for him perfectly to make him look good. But they went ahead and even President Biden botched that up. I have a, I have a story I want to explain later on that happened earlier today at the time of this recording where Biden... This something I'm like, my first thought is how do you not say something wrong, not wrong with this guy? But now they, now they say that they don't know it. Like I said, it, I, I came out with an article a while back saying that someone in the administration did know the raid was happening. Now did, did Biden know or Biden didn't know Biden is holding on to his, his guns. He's saying, no, I, I did not know nothing about this. Not until after the raid. But this man, a pro-life, not the Biden administration, the Department of Justice, picked up this case. It went to the lower courts and was thrown out. So, ladies and gentlemen, for it to be thrown out at the state level, um, and it, they had to have no water here. Now, was the, the older gentleman, Mr. Love, harassing the child? We don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, this this sounds like before I move on to the FBI season things, I had some friends, I had some people I met from Mississippi just preaching on the street corner. A man assaulted them. There's video evidence that that happened. Now that case, to my knowledge, has been thrown out because it was proven that the altercation started with the guy walking on the street. But he calls some preachers went ahead and they insulted me. And guess what? He got, they both got arrested, had to spend all kind of money to get him out. And now it's finally coming to light. Oh, it wasn't them. So ladies and gentlemen, look, I'm going to be blunt with you. The, the Democrat party, when they're in power, pro-lifers are not, they're not, they're not protected. Because ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, the, the left hates people that, that love life. Pro-life, and look, I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go to the grave saying this. They're a lawless party. They're a party of hate. They're a party of filth. That I'm sorry. And look, I just, I, I, I just don't understand some people that stay in the Democrat Party. I don't. The Democrat Party don't help you, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm, 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 I come up behind this microphone and I, I'm, I, I explain. I believe I explain it well. But so we don't know. Like I said, according to Fox News, the man the man was harassing his son. And look, a twelve year old boy, a twelve year old boy can't defend himself. If that is true, a father has to protect his children. Now I don't I don't know if he just went and just pushed him or whatever. But that was the altercation. But the Biden administration. Let's go back to the Biden administration because the Biden administration picked this up after going to lower courts. Why? Because they want to make this an example of pro lifers are evil pro-lifers are aggressive pro-lifers are this pro-lifers and they, they, they try to make excuses but they, they look they, they try to they try to i'm trying to say this in the right way they try to pin evil on people that are doing good but try to put good on people that are doing evil um trying to make pro-lifers and christians look like oh they're 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 they're, they're in hinge they're you know they like 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 the republicans ladies and gentlemen it, it's kind of funny like maga okay the capital riot that happened that we can't deny the fact that happened and i i'm gonna be blown with you there is some extremist republicans out there really extremists i agree with that and every Republican that went onto Capitol Hill and stopped the process of the electoral count, we're going to talk about that later on, by the way, all the, the electoral count votes, they were idiots. I'm, 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 I hope I'm not trying, I hope I'm not offending some of my listeners, but at the same time, that stopped the count. That messed up everything that the Republican Party was trying to do inside that, that uh, trying, trying to do it right to make sure the election was done fairly. That, that, that was in law. Those are three Republicans. That's wrong. But they use those. That one incident. Look at them Republicans. The Republicans are, are causing insurrection. The Republicans are causing violence. And, and then 
months, maybe six months before, you had Black Lives Matter that is Democrat and on the left, burning cities, ladies and gentlemen, burning cities and, and tearing down businesses. My wife watched, uh, my wife liked the show called Station 19 that was on ABC and they showed that it was in Seattle, it was based in the Seattle area. And Station 19, they had an episode where somebody lost their business, but they were like, if this is what it takes to bring awareness for the racism and police brutality, so be it, so be it, our, our, our business going to the ground. Hogwash! Hogwash! There was no business uh, Business person in them city saying, yeah, burn my city for the, burn my, my company for the greater cause. Who is the party of violence? Who has the more record of violence? I'm just being blunt. So th th this is what they're trying to make. Look, this is evil pro-lifer. He went ahead and pushed this man and he, oh, he violent. But ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat party has records of records of being violent. Uh, I know I'm, I'm chasing a rabbit here, but this is where I'm coming to the point. Ladies and gentlemen, the FBI raided this man's home in the dead of night, by the way, a family man, a, a man of seven, has seven children and a wife. Also a couple of weeks ago, and I, I don't know how this missed me, but my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell claims FBI surrounded his car and seized his cell phone. This is according to the Daily Wire. My pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, one of the uh, furious defenders of former President Donald Trump, claimed during a live stream that the FBI surrounded his vehicle while he was on a hunting trip and seized his cell phone. The New York Times reported that the search warrant that Lindell was served appeared to be in connection to the Colorado County clerk, Tina Peters, uh, Peters who is under indictment on state charges related to allegations about a scheme to download data from election equipment after the 2020 presidential election. I have my own breaking news tonight. Lindell said on his show this afternoon. I was, I went down hunting in Iowa for the early till season with my friend this morning at 4 AM. We got up, headed down to Iowa. We were coming back. We stopped to get, go through a Hardee's in Makuta where I was born in Makuta, Minnesota and cars pulled up in front of us and to the side of us and behind us. And I said, they're either bad guys or the FBI is FBI. It turns out to be, it was the FBI. Then they'll claim that one of the FBI agents told him, well, I got some bad news. We're taking your cell phone. We have a warrant for your cell phone. Now the story goes, then they'll call this lawyer. The lawyer said, look, give it to him. Let, let him go. Now he run his business off his cell phone. He said he doesn't have, I don't know. I don't know Mike Lindell to be honest with you. There's some things that Mike Lindell has said that I disagree with totally. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny this year alone within a whole month of, I, I want to say six, seven months. I'm, I'm trying to remember when the Trump rate, I think Trump was in, uh, maybe July. I would have to go check that out. But from July until right before midterms, which is only about a four month, five month span, the FBI has been used as a political pawn. <gasps> Isaac, how dare you say that? Where's your proof? I think I just proved it enough on this segment. Ladies and gentlemen, the FBI, look, and face. Uh, look, I don't know what this face law is. Maybe a lawyer can email me and tell me a little bit about it. A whole year has gone by and the, and the Biden administration, the justice department said, Hey, we're going to look at this single out this case that is in Philadelphia and highlight it, take this man and arrest him. Then go ahead and take Mike Lindell's phone and then go ahead and raid Trump all in the span within six months. I think I'm safe to say within six months. Ladies and gentlemen, don't tell me that the Democrat party isn't politicizing the DOJ because ladies and gentlemen, before Biden got in there, there was another president that did this too in 2015. 
Don't you remember that the FISA court said, hey, you know, we can go ahead and, and monitor Donald Trump for Hillary Clinton. That was a presidential candidate, but also President Bi uh, Obama knew about it. And they, they spied on the Trump campaign. That is fact, ladies and gentlemen. That, is, that has been proven. But ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat Party wants to accuse us, Republicans, or politicizing government entities. When they even politicize, they're doing it now, politicizing the IRS. Ladies and gentlemen, this, the Democrat Party is not, the, is not your average day Democrat Party from back in the 80s and 90s. My grandparents were Democrats and they weren't like this. Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't the Democrat Party of John F. K. These people are getting more and more greedy for power and they're getting more and more socialistic and communistic that now they're starting to pull the traits. They're using government entities as political pawns to remove either um, political opponents or to silence people that are questioning this. And ladies and gentlemen, it is dangerous. This is not, this is not America. If this is, this, this, this is not how America works. We're free and we should not be bullied by political parties. That's not how our founding fathers wanted it. On that note, I'll be right back after this short break. How you doing everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun conservative and I want to thank brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes's dump truck service for their generous support of the Cajun conservative and brothers just searching. Hayes's dump truck service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I, you know, you hear of things like this. You hear of government entities running into political opponents' home or objections to the government or anything like that. You hear of that, but you don't hear about it in America. You hear about it in Cuba. You hear about it in Venezuela. You hear about it in communistic countries. You heard about it in the... Read your history books with um, Hitler in the third rank. Ladies and gentlemen, this is dangerous. And look, the Democrat Party think they're all right, ladies and gentlemen. And they spin it as, well, we're trying to keep democracy. We're trying to keep democracy. I can't remember. I think it was. Uh, let me go see if I find it in my notes. There was an article I read. I think it, it might have been Gavin Newsom. Let's see. Let me go pull up this article because uh, Gavin Newsom, this is from Breitbart where it says, Gavin Newsom's quoted, I worry about Ron DeSantis. Uh, let's see. And this, this event was in Texas. Uh, uh, I don't think it was him. I thought it was Nancy Pelosi. A prominent Democrat, let's just call it like that, said that if the Republicans win... In November and for the midterms, oh, democracy is democracy is threatened and uh, and see that's how they try to put a spin on it, ladies and gentlemen. That's why the January six, we're trying to protect democracy, but in reality, they're pulling a wall over the American people's eyes, ladies and gentlemen. They can they can scream democracy all they want. A communistic country isn't a democracy. It is. A communist country where the government tells people what to do. And that's how the they can spin. No, we don't believe that. 
Yes, they do. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat Party believes the government should be in your business. The government should be in your private life. The government should tell you where to live, where to work, how to eat, how what to do. Uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, and look, we, I remember a while back, we talked about Jennifer Lawrence talking about Tucker Carlson, how she has nightmares about Tucker Carlson. And if you ever, if you, I don't know if, if you read the book, I never read the books, but if you read the books or you watch the movies of the Hunger Games, um, that's, that's what they, that's basically a dictatorship. Only the rich gets to live fancy, healthy, and wise and have the luxury of life and everyone else have to survive on what the government gives them. And, you know, I, I don't know if the Hunger Games, the writer or the directors had that theme in there, but that's how, that's how the Democrat Party wants you to think, ladies and gentlemen. The government should take care of you. The government should give you health care. The government should give you this. The government should give you that. And guess what? You owe the government. And our founding fathers did not want that, ladies and gentlemen. Our founding fathers wanted to live free. They didn't want to be controlled by a king. Yes, they had to have a form of government. Because you have to have some type of rule of law. I'm not going to disagree with that, ladies and gentlemen. But at the same time, our founding fathers wanted us to live free. And slowly, as long as the Democrats stay in power, they're going to go ahead and, and take a little bit of your freedom away at times. Now, I will quote Dan Bongino. The Republicans ain't the solutions to all your problems, but the Democrats are the cause of all your problems. Just plain and simple. All right. So this happened earlier today. And when I seen it, uh, the first thing I could think of, ladies and gentlemen, there has to be the problem. There has to, they have to have a problem with the president of the United States. I know I call him backwards, Joe. I know I call him. I, I, I criticize him on his policies. But ladies and gentlemen, this this man and look the media the media covers it so well. And I'm not talking about covering and letting America know. I'm talking about we can't cover that story here. That story that story will make the president the president and the presidency look bad. So we can't go ahead and say that story. But ladies and gentlemen, now I thank God for Fox News. They're not the greatest in this uh in this box of cheese i guess you could say um but there's still enough conservatives in that in fox news to keep it balanced somewhat uh, <laughs> uh but daily war breitbart and all these other news organizations I i'm kind of glad for them because to my knowledge i don't know if anyone else covered this but and like i said this happened a few minutes ago by the time it's gonna be uh thursday when you hear this or after you you hear it after uh september 28th biden appeared to look for a deceased congresswoman in crowd where's jackie president biden forgot about the death of indiana representative jackie warsenick while at an event wednesday reportedly searching the crowd for her and calling her name while on stage Biden made a grim mistake during an appearance at the White House conference on Hungary, uh, Hungary, hunger, nutrition, and health in Washington. Wozniak was one of the four lawmakers so sponsored legislation pushing for the conference last year. The Republican was killed in a tragic car accident along with two of her staffers in early August. The president attempted to give her a shout out along, along with others during his address. This is Biden's quote. I want to thank all of you here, including bipartisan elected officials like Senator Byrne, Senator Bro uh, Brooker, Representative Jackie. Jackie, are you here? Biden said, I think she was going to be here to help make this a reality. Um messed up right here did you uh, da, 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 da. okay let me go back to, okay there we go internet malfunction uh while a tribute to Winston Egg was scheduled to play at the event it was not present while Biden 
or the White House pool was there. So, ladies and gentlemen, look. Okay, you can make a mistake. Don't get me wrong. I, I understand that. You can make a mistake. You can make a God honest mistake. But, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't the first time Biden has done this. Biden has mumbled. Biden has has said all kind of stuff. And and ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to make the president look bad. If 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 I wanted to do that, there is a lot of examples to do that. I honor the office of the presidency. I honor the president of the United States. The reason I call him backwards Joe is because I feel he does everything backwards. Everything that needs to get done, he totally does the totally opposite, which means you're moving backwards. But ladies and gentlemen, there has to be something wrong with this president. There, there has to be something wrong with the president of the United States. The late, and this lady died in August. This representative that, that represented his country died in August and the president didn't remember. Ladies and gentlemen, this scares me. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but this scares me that we have a man in the White House that 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 holds the nuclear football. Can't remember that a representative passed away. Just think about that. And look, pray for the president. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and tell you to, to bash him and criticize him and not pray for him president needs our prayers that is a hard job but ladies and gentlemen i think this is why majority of democrats don't want this man to run in 2024 because i i think i think the dog catcher down the road can run against biden and probably win as a republican and it's scary all right so now we i want to get to a story that that also kind of gets my blood pumping Biden's student loan handout to cost more than $400 billion CBO. President Biden moved to cancel up to $10,000 in student loans for many borrowers and up to $20,000 for others. Well, will cost more than $400 billion, according to the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office. The Congressional Budget Office has estimated that the cost of student loans will increase by about an additional $4 billion in present value as a result of the action canceling up to $10,000 of debt issued on, on or before June 30th of 2022 for borrowers with income below significant limits of an additional $10,000 for such borrowers will also receive at least one poll grant the CBO said in the letter released Monday. The analysis also showed Biden's suspension of payments for other borrowers until the end of the year made as point of the same action will hit taxpayers too. Ladies and gentlemen, who said this? A lot of people said it all. Yeah, I know, but, but, but one particular person said this is going to cost Americans a lot more than what they think. Ding, 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 ding. Your friendly neighborhood Cajun conservative. Ladies and gentlemen, look, first off, you telling somebody's free isn't really free. Somebody have, has to pay for those student loans. You got to realize whoever made the loan, if they forgive them and that, that's how they're putting it. Somebody still needs to pay that bill. Somebody still needs to go ahead. And you know who will pay it? Because then people can't stay without their money. Could you imagine a bank? Okay, just, just imagine a bank. Goes out and lends me $50 million. Uh, that's an extreme number, but or 2000 It don't matter. Any amount. Imagine a bank doing this. And I get a phone call from somebody say, hey, your debt is clear. Oh, whoop-de-doo. I'm going to go call the bank. Hey, is my bank clear? Yes, your, your, your bill was covered. Oh, great. Y'all forgave me. Do you think the bank's going to be like, oh, that's real nice. Oh, look, we just forgave him a $50 million loan. Oh, that's nice. 
A bank wouldn't be able to stay open, ladies and gentlemen. The bank is probably saying, well, who paid it? Oh, it isn't paid yet. Uh, uh, the government said that, is, that it was forgiven because they, ladies and gentlemen, a bank would not stay open if they forgive all the debts. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the government gave these debts, but the government's going to want their money back. So who did he put it on? Taxpayers. And ladies and gentlemen, it's going to cost, and this is from the article, $400 billion to cancel these debts. Now, this is, the, this is another issue with this student loan bailout. This is in the same article from Fox News. The White House argued earlier this year that they, they argued that the handouts were, were fully paid or was fully paid by other redactions in the deficit in 2022 as compared to previous years. So, ladies, and look, I remember this. That's why I looked for this, ladies. You, that's what's good about Fox News and some articles. You can go down and they review a little bit so you can find out. I remember this. Remember when Biden wrote this out. We are going to pay off all student loan debts or this certain much of student loan debts. They are, when people ask, well, how, who's paying for this? And the government, the, the, the Biden administration said this is fully paid for, will not cost the government or anybody a cent. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to bust your bubble. They lied. Unless you know what you're talking, unless, unless you're, you're a Republican and you knew this, you knew they lied. They lied to the American people. They went ahead and they told the American people, you are not, you will not have to pay a cent. You will, you, you are paying off your debt. You won't have to pay a single cent. Now the congressional budget office is telling us, and this is bipartisan. This is Republican and Democrat telling us it's going to cost the American people or the American government four hundred billion because they don't have enough ladies and gentlemen they lied they lied to you the the the, the democrat party the biden administration lied to you it's sad but it's the god honest truth ladies and gentlemen daily caller biden student loans gamble will cost taxpayers more than 400 billion Biden announced on August 24th that the federal government would forgive 10,000 in student loans for all individuals earning below 125,000 a year and 20,000 for borrowers who receive pool grants. Republicans and some Democrats blast the move, which would disproportionately benefit middle and upper class Americans impartial uh, to those who graduate with a graduate degree as of June 30th. 2022, 43 million borrowers hold 1.6 trillion in federal student loans. About 430 billion of that debt will be canceled. CBC estimate. Swinger wrote in a letter to North Carolina Representative Richard Byrd and Virginia Fox, the ranking members of the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Prestige Committee and the House Education and Labor Committee. Ladies and gentlemen, $430 billion, according to Breitbart. And ladies and gentlemen, people ask me, why, why you don't trust the government? Because of this. And look, this makes me sick to my stomach, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I, I told people this is going to cost the American citizen. But Biden went ahead and pushed this through. Biden went ahead and, and went ahead and said, I'm going to do this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we know why he did this. We know why he did this. This is to get votes for November. Ladies and gentlemen, we're almost done September. We're about to go into October. The next episode is going to be right by my birthday. And you're, you're going to... you. you that means we're only going to be four weeks away from the election, from the midterm elections. And ladies and gentlemen, 
the president and his party is doing everything in their power to try to get votes. And this is what the, in August, this is what this is what it was about. I'm going to forgive student loans. All the kids, all the millennials, all the the the, the, the Gen Zeros were going to go out there and they oh, we're going to vote Democrat because he's taking away our student loans. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody has to pay off those debts. Somebody has to pay off them debts. And unfortunately, it is people like me and my family that have to work our butts off. Because the ultra rich is going to pass it down to the next guy. And the poor don't pay. So because it's obvious they're poor. So the middle class is stuck to front the bill again. It's a sad reality, but it happens. On that note, I'll be right back after this short break. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all in one word, the Scott Ford Show, and it's on Rumble. And I also have a motivational success show on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe and ring that bell. That would mean a lot to me. Enjoy your life. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm, I guess I'm going to talk about my good friend, uh, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, th this woman, had, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice on this episode, ladies and gentlemen, and it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard, especially with people like Whoopi. I just, I, I just, I, ladies and gentlemen, th this woman right here, <laughs> and I said it last time I talked about the view and talked about her. I said, sh the view is a couple of fries short of the happy meal. If the happy meal is there at all, ladies and gentlemen, I think Whoopi missed the whole, the whole McDonald's. It, 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 it this, this, uh, what is this woman thinking I, I really don't know, but she was invited on a podcast and the podcast is run by former CNN anchor, Chris Como. Now, if you know who Chris Como was, Chris Como was the, the, uh, the man that went ahead and defended his governor brother that that was under investigation and was even trying to hide the investigation. But you see, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Como stayed on the air. Chris Como um, didn't didn't get canceled. It was kind of now he did lose his television show um, and he also lost all kind of uh, endorsement deals, I believe, or stuff like that. But Chris Como now has a podcast and that podcast is tr is getting more promoted now than than he was when he was on a television program. So but Chris Como has a podcast now. And, and look, this is the double standard of the left and the right if i'm going to use for example let ben shapiro have his brother running a state and as a governor and he tried to hide his crimes and his failures and his scandals ladies and gentlemen you would hear all five of the big main media service mainstream media channels bash ben shapiro they would just, they would just, they would just, but they would just, they, 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 they will blast him until the Daily Wire had to bankrupt. And they would put Ben Shapiro under the bus and cover him, roll over him, whatever. But Chris Cuomo did it and the left still praised. And it's the same thing with Andrew Cuomo, ladies and gentlemen. Let a Republican governor do what he did. Mainstream media would blast him or her out the water but andrew como still he it was bad what he did and he had to resign yes but andrew como is still one of the golden boys so that just shows a double standard on this but anyway 
The whoop whoopee. I can't do it as good as the. I need to get my voice guy in here because I will play that every time. Ah, anyway, so Whoopi goes ahead and goes on Chris Como's podcast and she blasts the Supreme Court's Dodds versus Jackson decision, claiming that it has forced mothers to carry a toxic thing inside of them. Goldberg's statement was made in refers to a non-visible pregnancy that might also threaten the health of the mother. Still, she used the word toxic thing to describe an unborn human being. The actress, comment, uh, comedian, and co-host of the ABC The View made her comments during a Tuesday evening interview on the Chris Como Project podcast. The two liberals talked about the state of politics in the United States and how divided people are in the, the how people in this country are ladies and gentlemen on, on that note i can tell them why the country is divided one we, we don't know god that's 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 beyond obvious but two is the democrat party that's dividing everybody ladies and gentlemen the republican party is trying to unite but the democrat party is trying to and, and it also goes to a point politics ain't what it is what it used to be where you had both sides sitting down, discussing the disagreements, find out what they agree on to the better of the country, and then trying to work together. But then you had Ari take away the 60 vote threshold. You had a few, uh, which on that note, Christian Cinema said we should go back to it. Now, Whoopi it was one of them that blasted her and told her, it's kind of funny, ladies and gentlemen. It don't matter who you are. I'm about to get to the toxic thing comment. But Whoopi has proven that it don't matter if you disagree with her. If you're Christian cinema is in the same party as people of the view, except one. And they blast her every time she agrees with a Republican. Same thing with Joe's uh, Joe Manchin. Now, I, I, I've said this. Uh, Joe Manchin is more Democrat than he is moderate. I, I agree with that. And I. I praised Joe Manchin for a while. For, yeah, I still praise Joe Manchin Christian Cinema for not changing the the filibuster rule. But if you go ahead and you and, and all Christian Cinema said was, I think we should get back to the 60 vote threshold. Whoopi and the view this, uh, crucified her. Oh, you teaming up with Mitch McConnell. Oh, you done, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, can't you have your own opinion? Can't you try the word? And look, that's Democrats. Democrats and Republicans need to work together. But every time the Republican open their mouth, they're like, shut up. It's our way or the highway. Anyway, let's go back. Let's go back to Whoopi's toxic thing comment. Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Whoopi is goofy. I'm sorry. To say that a, a, a life inside the mother's womb is a toxic thing. I don't know if Whoopi has any children, but um, go to any parent. And you know what's sad, ladies and gentlemen, this. This thing right here, this. Whoopi, Whoopi, Whoopi needs to get right with God. I'm sorry. That's I, this is beyond words. Calling a baby a toxic thing. Is 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 hypocrisy? Is I I I don't have the words for it. it. This is just Whoopi needs to go. When it needs to get out of television, this needs to needs to leave her opinions to herself, and, and calling a baby a toxic thing. Um, it just but that's good. That's goofy for you. I'm sorry. Oh, what oh, I mean Whoopi? Whoopi, not goofy. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's talk about. I thought about Christian cinema a little bit. I, 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 I forgot I had those notes, but yeah, it's just that Democrats are attacking. There's one person they're trying to praise right now, though. Um, so it came to my recollection that the Senate is putting this thing together. And I brought this bill. I brought up. the. Uh, I remember bringing up this bill a couple of months ago. And it, ladies and gentlemen, when something's quiet in Washington, are they trying to put your attention to something else? You need to make sure what you need to start looking. So this was a couple of days ago. House passes Liz Cheney's back election reform bill and Dems push to prevent another Trump insurrection. This is from Fox News. 
The House voted Wednesday, that was last Wednesday, this was a week ago, to update the rules for congressional certification of presidential elections. A response to then-President Donald Trump's question of the 2020 contest that the Democrats and the Republicans, such as Republican Liz Cheney, said led to an attempt of the insurrection. Now, ladies and gentlemen, fact, any candidate can question the election. They can go ahead and go through the court process. They can go ahead and check it out. There is a process called the electoral count vote that that one Republican, one uh, senator and one representative can contest the election or the electoral count vote of a state. That is that has been law since 1887. The President Election Reform Act was uh, supported by the Wyoming Republican and Representative Zine Logan, uh, California, both of whom serve on the select committee investigating the January 6th election protest at the Capitol that turned violent. It passed the House with support from every Democrat and just nine Republicans. It's kind of funny. All the Republicans voted, to, in my recollection, voted against Donald Trump or voted for uh, Trump to be impeached. Now I went this, and this is why I'm bringing this up. Ladies and gentlemen, Politico came out with an article and the article says majority support reforming electoral vote count laws. And it says Congress is prepping to rewrite a 135 year old presidential election certification law. And most new American voters think that it's a good idea. And the majority of voters favor making it harder to override future election results according to a new political morning console poll 52 percent of responders said it should be harder for congress to override a presidential election result and 53 percent said it should be more difficult for a state governor to do so the poll showed ladies and gentlemen has a president ever been overturned in congress to my recollection, the closest thing I could think of was when Thomas Jefferson gave himself the Georgia vote count when he was short a couple electoral count votes and Georgia was too close to call. So then Vice President Jefferson said, I'm going to take those votes and put them to my poll. And that's how he became president of the United States. That's history. Now, this bill right here, looking into it, it would make the vice president's role more ceremonial. Just sitting up there and I hold the count and it would make like, uh, it, it would change to where it wouldn't be more than one senator and one councilman. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's because of what happened in Jefferson's time, the 1887 electoral count vote law came into account. Ladies and gentlemen, now Liz Cheney supported this, which Liz Cheney said this week that if Donald Trump becomes the GOP nominee, she's going to lead the Republican Party. She was never in it to begin with. Also, Liz Cheney is quoted saying that she would do everything to help Democrat Katie Herbs beat Kerry Lake in Arizona. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is, that's the Liz Cheney that support this bill. Now, Mitch McConnell supports the Senate version of this bill and they believe it's going to get to Biden's debt and it's going to, uh, death and it's going to change everything before the 2024 election just so happened right before the presidential election. Just hold that thought that, that just, but ladies and gentlemen, they want to change a rule that was put in place. So wouldn't, it wouldn't happen what happened in Jefferson's time? Ladies and gentlemen, this is history. This is you can find this in history books. Now they want to change it because they say that Trump put it into the ear of Mike Pence, which he did, that Mike Pence could change the outcome of certain state elections. Now it still isn't determined that a vice president could do that. They use Jefferson. That's how I found this out. They use Jefferson as an example, but there's nowhere in law that clarifies this. So now they want to clarify and make it a ceremonial law now, but this is why I come to, and this is what I say. Um, if this is ceremonial, why we have to make it official ceremonial? It means that, that the president of the Senate has power. Now, Democrats are not thinking of this either, ladies and gentlemen. Before 2020 and before these 
five states that were contested or were supposed to be contested before the insurrection, if you're a liberal or the protest, whatever you want to call it. Um, the Democrats did the same thing. They did it in 2000 for Florida. They did it for 2004 in Ohio. They did it. They, they, I, I think they did it in 2016. And see, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats and certain Republicans want to change this rule, but it's going to hurt them too, ladies and gentlemen, because you've got to have more than one senator and one congressman to bring up the, the question of this. Uh, is going to hurt the Democrat Party because they use the same system. And ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny. Okay, it's kind of now this right here. Look, in the last election, it was five states that that you could act, you could say was um, in irregularities or it was contested, whatever way you want to put it. There was five states. Trump questioned. And even there were some Republicans that questioned it. Now the left will say, those are election deniers. Well, you can, whatever you want to put it. If you're left, you can, you can believe that way. But there was five states that Trump contested. And there was five states on January 6th that was going to be contested by at least one senator and one congressman, which is in the rights of the Constitution. Ladies and gentlemen, the, 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 the protests, which I mentioned earlier, I think it was in the first segment ruin any chance of that because all that went down the window but ladies and gentlemen you 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 have these people oh no we can't we can't have that happen again which i agree we shouldn't have that happen again but the change of law that has been in this country as political quoted 135 years and they saying look they saying this will get to president biden's desk and he will sign it. And what was what gets me upset, ladies and gentlemen, when I saw the political article, I didn't really, I forgot all about this bill. Yes, even I forget about bills and stuff like that. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I think this is dangerous. We should find a way not to let January 6th happen again. The, January 6th should have never happened to begin with. I'm not against people protesting in Washington. That has look Martin Luther King and them walked down, walked down uh, Washington D.C. and they made an impact. They changed civil rights laws. That that a protest sometimes changes it. But ladies and gentlemen, a protest a protest that turns to violence turn that's a riot, and that that should never happen. There is the, the, the Constitution gives us a right to peacefully protest. But ladies and gentlemen, for them to want to change this law and just and look, you know what gets me upset, ladies and gentlemen? Republicans are helping them do it. Oh, what you trying? No, I, I think that we should have a bipartisan group of people say, look, this is what we should do. This is why should we, this is how we should protect ourselves in the uh, in the Capitol. Oh, I'm not against trying to protect the Capitol. But ladies and gentlemen, you have Republicans and look, some so-called not Republicans, because like I quoted a while ago, Liz Cheney says if Donald Trump's the GOP nominee in 2024, which is the will of the people. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to change my party. I'm not going to be Republican. Well, then switch it now. And then she says, well, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure Carrie Lake loses against a Democrat. She's not a Republican, ladies and gentlemen. She's a rhino. She's in Republican in name only. But ladies and gentlemen, Liz Cheney's name is on that bill. She is a bipartisan. And look, Mitch McConnell ain't no better either, ladies and gentlemen. Mitch McConnell, I support the bill. I think we should make it harder for Congress to, to overturn elections. Ladies and gentlemen, it is hard right now. After you, and see, that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we should get more than one senator and one congressman. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the pro, look, you have to get a majority, I think a two third of the joint session of Congress. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I think it's two third to agree that you, sh that those electoral votes shouldn't go to that candidate. That, that's, I, I believe, I, I might be getting confused with impeachment. But ladies, look, ladies and gentlemen, that's why, that's why the impeachment process, ladies and gentlemen, that's why the impeachment process is so hard. 
the Congress wanted it to, our founding fathers and, the, and, the, and the, the people after wanted to make it hard to remove a sitting president unless it was a completely obvious and it was bipartisan. And ladies and gentlemen, the electoral count vote, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's great. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. I don't think no electoral votes has ever switched since 1887. Because when I did my research on January 6th and, and the votes and everything like that, was looking into all that, I, I, I read my history and that's where I found. 1887 put a cap on what happened with Jefferson and his opponent. Now they just want to change the whole thing. And I, the, the, I want to ask why. Well, it's to stop a further insurrection. How changing a law, how y'all, how changing the way your count votes is going to stop an insurrection uh it you know it ladies and gentlemen there's an agenda behind this and what's sad is republicans are pushing right through with them what we can do about it ladies and gentlemen what i'm going to tell you what to do i'm just going to go ahead and i'm going to pray that god would go ahead and change the situation i'm going to trust jesus not a politician and I'm just, I'm just going to hope and say, Lord, change hearts. Because, and, and look, well, also I'm going to go ahead and vote in November. I'm also going to keep this mic open as long as they let me. Because ladies and gentlemen, we need to expose the lies and introduce the truth to people. I already told you that God called me to do that. And that's what I'm going to do. So on that note, I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show today. Our time has run out. But remember, Jesus Christ is king. He's coming back, and he's coming back soon. Please don't be faint of heart with all these world's problems, because Jesus has overcome the world. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, if you want to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, send me an email. I'll get in touch with you, and I'll tell you how to make Jesus your Savior and heaven your home. Until next time, be blessed. Bye-bye. <laughs>